Welcome to the MMA Roadshow, episode number 296. It's a special Thanksgiving Day edition. My name is John Morgan. Cold Coffee is with me and... Uh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, that's the wrong holiday, sir. Oh, darn it. Gobble, 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 I guess. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I, uh, but then you kill the turkey, so why would anybody want to <laughs> celebrate the turkey? I'm out of here. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> special Thanksgiving Day edition. I feel like uh, I feel like on years past, I mean, by the way... 296 consecutive weeks. We have never missed a single week. So, I mean, obviously we've always done Thanksgiving Day editions, but I feel like in the past we kind of got together like on Wednesday night and knocked them out or something. Yeah, I feel like we've done – I know we've done a Thanksgiving, I feel like, before. I feel like I know we did it here once before or twice, I think. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's, let's say here. It's a special – oh. oh, it's a special <laughs> edition, oh. my friend. Not only is it special <laughs> in the fact that we're getting together on Thanksgiving, but Cole Coffee actually got into his car – and left the Casa de Cold Coffee. I mean, it, it takes a while compound. to get outside of the expansive grounds and to get past all the security so and everything. So many gates. So many gates. Open so up the gate. So Open up the gates. gate. And then the, the, the staff Draw gets bridges. frustrated because, yeah, they've got to operate all this stuff to get you over there just out to the main road. <laughs> and then, you, and then, and then obviously, the long haul all the way to the outskirts Passing of Las the wine, Vegas. Passing the vineyards and the wine, or, <laughs> you know, the apple orchards. He's made it down here to the humble Morgan abode. And I will say, even though Cold Coffee likes to give me some crap for living way out there, uh, it's not way out there. It's like 15 minutes from Did his I tell house. you, I almost fell asleep driving down here. <laughs> it's not my fault you can't stay away for 15 minutes, bro. It's a 15-minute drive, and most of it's highway. <laughs> most of it's highway. Uh, I do actually live in the outskirts. Like, if you look outside of my back window, you can see, like, the mountains right there. Like, oh, it yeah. is literally, like, the very outskirts. But, however, while also being on the outskirts, <laughs> still just 15 minutes from uh, Cold Coffee's house. But it is made lovely. it down here today. It is lovely out here. And the weather is really, really nice. It's very, very sunny. A sunny Thursday. Uh, I did, like, an early Thanksgiving yesterday, and it was very warm, uh, windy, and sort of gray yesterday. Right. But the the weather today is beautiful. Nice. Sunshine outside. Very, very nice. It was a nice day for a drive. Beautiful day. Drive out into the desert. <laughs> the lengthy drive. <laughs> we uh we were going to do Texas Day Brazil. We're going to take it easy uh, this year. My wife was just wanting to pick up some Texas Day Brazil, but I think it's because of all the shutdown orders and everything. They were doing special pickups today. Yeah. But then they were changing the rules and everything, so they I, it was they were being a little sketchy on the phone, is what I'm trying to tell well, I you. I think a so. lot of them too. Even and uh, for other people, uh, I don't know where you guys are at, but here in Vegas, they just cut restrictions right. even more. Yeah. So I can imagine any sort of restaurant is probably just wondering what the heck is going on right now. So I'm sure it backed them up. But dude, I was super stoked because. Uh, I love some Texas Day Brazil. Mm. I love me some Churchgaria. It's been a while since you had some Texas oh, Day Brazil. Oh, my Lord. I know. But but not to disappoint. Not yep. to disappoint. I yep. did. I went by the butcher block. I picked up some USDA grade mm. A prime <sighs> ribeyes. We're going to put them out on the pellet grill that my dad bought for me as that an early gift. See, I, 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 I'm normally, I just get the supermarket, and that's, that's just choice, but that's still good. Oh, no. We're going prime, baby. Prime. We're going prime. Oh. We're, not, we're not doing that turkey, baby. We're, we're going prime <laughs> ribeyes. And uh, and by the way, my wife was also equally disappointed. Uh, but her biggest thing, she wanted some pala de queijo, man. She loves the cheesy bread. Oh, I found yes. some. Now it's a frozen product, but yeah. at the grocery store there was some frozen pala de queijo. So I'm gonna throw those in the oven, see how they come out. Whoa. So we get maybe some a little, pow. a little pound. <laughs> <laughs> Pound de queijo. Oh, back in the day when we used to actually travel and go to Brazil yeah. and stuff. Oh, so good. 
Those are the days. Well, listen, it is Thanksgiving Day, as always. We sit down on a Thursday, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I know that uh, yes. it's, it's not the easiest year for anybody to give thanks. Uh, yes. For cold coffee, <laughs> I imagine not a whole lot of thanks just being issued no, out there for all was, the blessings woo, coming your way. But, uh, but, hey, we're here. We're friends. Yes. We're hanging out. We're, we're enjoying a, an award-winning Pass yes. Blue Ribbon, as you do. I mean, is this, boys. it doesn't get any better than this. I mean, look at this. This is classic right here. we got the Detroit Lions uh, yeah. on, on the TV here. I remember. Did you watch the Macy's Day Parade as well? I didn't watch the parade, I so did. I didn't go that traditional. I did but see there was a rock uh, float this year in the parade. I, I don't know if that – maybe I, I – I guess didn't I, I, see well, that I, did, I didn't pay, it, I didn't oh, pay okay. all the most attention. I mean, I watched it for a little bit and had it off to the side. But I thought about that. And I was like, is it is it the age or where I'm at? I, mean, I remember as a kid watching the Macy's Day Parade – you know, it, and with the the way that the economy is going, who knows how long the Macy's Day parades are even going to last? So because true. Macy's has had a lot of issues in the past so few true, right? years, but they did it again. This is like the 99th Macy's Day parade or something along those lines. But yeah, there was something about watching it that just it just reminds you, makes you feel like this time of the year. You yeah, know, yeah. you're seeing the floats, you're seeing the music, the games on. You know, there's always the there's always the the Lions or somebody. It's always playing. it's always the Lions in the early game, and, and obviously being born and raised in Dallas, the Cowboys are coming up next, and all, yeah. all the the uh, the longstanding Cowboys versus football club rivalry. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but you know the Cowboys, it was the Cowboys and Redskins always on Thanksgiving Day. But man, I, I always remember as a kid. Waking up in the morning, going to a family's house, and watching Barry Sanders in the morning. Oh, you know, yeah. I loved watching the Lions game because I loved watching Barry Sanders, man. If anybody is about the same age as us, man, I'm sure they remember as a kid watching Barry, man, one of the greatest to ever do it. And then, the, and then we get <laughs> to watch the Cowboys. For those of you that don't know who he is, look yeah. him up. He was, he was pretty good in his time. <laughs> For those of you that are not as old as us yeah. as we are, with, uh, yeah, Barry Sanders <laughs> was an awesome. Barry Sanders character back. you're talking about. So, yeah, it does, it does feel good, man. So, a, a Paps Blue Ribbon. Little Lions football. Mm. I can pretend like it's Barry Sanders, even though it's not. I've yep. watched so little football this year. It might be Barry Sanders, and I wouldn't yeah, know. <laughs> right? It's crazy. Yeah, there are some really, really uh, incredible players. It's just what a crazy year, even with the football thing, because with the way the COVID uh, redoing the schedules and having the games all throughout the week, I was kind of joking yesterday. And I was like, I was like, there's got to be football or a game or something, you know. I was like, yeah. just because there's it feels like every day. Th- it feels like every day there's a football game, Fo- and it's just the game, crazy. The game they're... tonight got moved, so I mean, yeah. it's weird, man. It's it's been, it's been hard to follow this year. Now, of course, anybody that follows football will know that the Cowboys season is absolutely awful this year. So that may be yeah. one one less reason for me to follow it. But it does <laughs> seem like it's been kind of hard to follow this year with all the shifting around and moving and. For those of you that, that look at other sports outside of MMA, that is. Yeah, well, I don't do much of that anymore. I'll admit MMA has taken over. Yeah, uh, right? Let's talk about MMA. Since last week, it's been made official. We knew it was going to happen, but Davis and Figueredo will be facing uh, – will be going to uh, battle for his title once again at UFC 256. Um, how about – did you see the video of uh, of him getting the 50 Gs in cash from Dana White? No, I did not. Oh, man. I think it was uh, through his manager's Instagram feed. I can't remember where I saw it on social media yesterday, but basically. Did somebody yell out 50 Gs, <laughs> no, Nobody yelled out 50 Gs, as you would expect. I mean, that's what you got to do. But, you know, he was pretty upset that he didn't get a, uh, a performance bonus on that night. And I'll be honest. I thought he deserved one as well at USC 255, man. That was phenomenal to, to defend your belt in the first first round. And then he says, look, if, if I'm going to fight Brandon Moreno at USC 256, Dana White's going to have to come correct and uh, give him my 50 Gs. And he did, and he gave it to him in, in cash. Dude, just stacks of $10,000. Like Interesting. 50 Gs. So Dana White made it right, and we get Davis and Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno in the main event at USC 256. And uh, 
look, we kind of had a little talk about it, and I want to get your opinion on this because we, we, we talked about it on Spinning Back Click this past week. It was a topic. And I thought some of the guys, and, and I've heard other people echo the same concern, are or, or saying that maybe this is a, a bad thing or, you know, a, a difficult thing for these guys to turn it around so quick, you know, just three weeks in between fights. And, mm. you know, is this a fair representation of, of a fight? And is this a fair representation of a title fight that, they, you know, that they're only getting three weeks to, to get ready for it? And i got to be honest, man, I, I thought this was a win-win for both guys. Now, for the UFC, the UFC needs it, right? I mean, they lost Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. Of course, they had already lost uh, the Amanda Nunes fight as well with Megan Anderson. So they had started with two title fights. Now they're down to none. It's a pay-per-view. They need a title fight. So this this flyweight gift kind of falls in their lap that they can put this together on short notice because both guys fought under a round, right? Yep. But to me, to me, I thought, I think it's positive all around. And maybe I'm wrong, so I want to get your take on it because I, I felt like I was the only one in this boat. I think this is a win-win for everybody involved. You know, Davison, we know his weight cuts aren't easy, so I've heard a lot of people say, well, what about the back-to-back weight cuts? But to me, the you back-to-back – got to stay fit. That's it, and you've only got three weeks. So, it's right. you know, you're, you're coming right off of it. Yep. You barely fought at all. I mean, he certainly took no damage the way that fight played out. Brandon Moreno was in a little bit more of a fight, but he was pretty dominant in that one round yep. as well. So, yep. to me – I don't know, man. I, I, I see, honestly, no negatives. I'm, I think these guys are both going to be in peak form, and they're going to be top of mind for fans because they just fought. You know yep. what I mean? So when you build that momentum, I think the winner comes out of this either way with a, with a lot of forward momentum, whether it be Moreno winning the belt or whether it be Figueredo defending the belt. I think yep. somebody comes out with a lot of momentum. I, I agree completely. And you're right. It'd be different if both of these guys had fought in harder fights that particular evening, but both guys were in the, in the post-fight presser like – Get me something now. Yeah. Like, give me something now. Brandon was chomping at the bit for for another fight or for the opportunity to kind of step in there. Davison looked like he hadn't even been into a fight. I mean, that dude is a beast. And he even said that, uh, leading into it, that he had spent some money to try to work with a nutritionist, try to, like, take care of himself. So right. I think uh, instead of just like, okay, you know, go back, do your thing, then we'll get the nutritionist, and then we'll – revisit for the next fight i think it's just a matter of just staying in check with that person say okay let's where we're at okay we're going to give you a little bit of time off to let your body recoup but then let's get right back into it if, you know if if either one of these guys had shown a little bit more damage uh then maybe i would be a little bit wary but neither one of the guys seemed absolutely fine and if they they know how their bodies feel right their minds are obviously into it and strike while the iron's hot i mean like some of these smaller weight classes they get they get thrown on the spotlight and everybody's always like oh why are we seeing this now and then they go away and everybody forgets and then they come back up and everybody's like why are we seeing this now that's right they just did it we, everybody got through that now now just let's quickly turn, spin it back around while I something's think so going too, on man. and i mean when you especially when you look at the rest of this card there's some good fights but there's nothing that um I mean, to put it as the, the main event and to try to throw. Not of a pay-per-view. Not on not a pay-per-view. A pay-per-view. I mean, that's it. Tony I like, Ferguson, Charles Oliveira, great awesome fight. fight. Great fight. But, yeah, it's tough to put that as a pay-per-view, as a pay-per-view. And it's tough now. Well, the UFC sort of shot themselves in the foot years ago where it was like they established this thing where it was like pay-per-views had to be like a title or two titles. Or two titles. For a while right. there, it was like two titles. And then it's like, dude, what are you going to do when you don't have a title? Everybody's going to say – that was a shitty pay-per-view. They didn't right. even have a title. You know, I get what they were trying to do, and maybe at the time it made sense. You know, who knows what was going on in the background of what they needed financially? Maybe they're like, "Do we really need to get an influx? Let's really go hard with this one." 
Um, and maybe now they're like, okay, we're a little bit better. We're gonna get the the, the fiscal year's done. You know, yeah. let, we get to start over again. We get a little bit more money from these guys. You know, I do, you know what's funny is I wonder if if had this, and I, and I do feel like this Figueroa Moreno fight kind of fell in their laps. I mean, yeah. the, the circumstances worked out perfect. If it hadn't, I wonder if they'd have gone to uh, to Ferguson and Oliveira and said, you know what. We need to make this for an interim title. I mean, we don't know what Habib's going to do yet. I think they would have definitely I think did they it. they would have done it too, man. Which, Without a doubt. Which is silly to me because if you're going to do an interim, if anything, I, sh- I think the, the better long-term play would be able to do it with Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier in January. But I think they would have yeah. felt like they were in such a spot that they needed to do something right away. Because they needed they, – they've established they it. They there. established that they need to have a belt. You know, they feel that they won't get anybody buying it. And with good reason because anybody would look at it and say, this is a fight night card. Mm-hmm. This is a, a an ESPN Plus card, you know why 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 do we have to shell out for it? So it's crazy. I mean, I, I get it what they try to do. I mean, especially with having so many fights throughout the year, they had to have some sort of built-in tiering to make sense as to why somebody why this wanna, one's worth fifty bucks. Why this one's worth this much? Why this is worth this? You know. So, um, but you're right. I mean, I, I unless there is an absolute most dire reason to have an interim belt. Just be done with those damn things. <laughs> they're they're so confusing and they're so ridiculous. And there's no the, the fighter literally, especially with a guy like Tony, when they're like, they're like, we're gonna make you fight for it, but we might just take this right back afterwards. Right? That's like, the worst. It's just there's no there's nothing real about they, they an devalue their title. own belts by yeah. doing that. It's there's no. Oh, I, I hate I feel when they so do bad. That. For, yeah, it's 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 so ridiculous because these guys work and fight like it's a title. They t- they want to take it home. Put it on the mantle and say, "Look at this title I got, babe." And then they're like, "Oh, well, so, uh, sorry, we, we're gonna take that back." <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. You didn't lose it, but we're just uh, gonna we're just gonna take it gone. back. You know. I tell you what, with Davison Figueroa, I was you know the the odds maker. I, I've been a fan of Davison for a long time, man. I, I said that this guy is somebody you need to pay attention to. By the way, he opened at a minus two seventy five earlier this week. And has already been bet down even further, or bet up, I should say, to minus 300. So, I mean, even at that heavy of a favorite, people are still putting money on him. That, that dude, he is he's a monster. And, and Moreno I, is – Moreno's a beast. I'm going to I'm gonna Devison's throw, I'm gonna throw some heat craziness out there. All right. I bet by the time that gets near the fight, depending on how they see it, I, I can see that getting upwards up by minus 1,000. <sighs> I see him, by the time it gets into it, people are going to have Davison as a heavy, heavy favorite. Dude, I, I – and I don't want to take away from Moreno because Moreno is Moreno's dangerous a and he's he's impressed. But you're so right to me, Figueredo is, uh, dude. He's he's got he's got it all, man. He's got power to knock you out. He's got the grappling to submit you, and he's got this little edge about him, yeah. man. This little this little chip on his shoulder. His this power anger, is phenomenal. Oh. It's phenomenal for for for. Uh, uh, I hate to say it, like a tiny frame, but for these small frame guys, the the power and the quickness that he's able to generate. It's just stunning. I mean, it like really you see is. what when you know, he clipped uh, Joe B and dropped Joe B, oh. and then even the last one, you know, he just he's able to generate this power that it's just it's sick, man. And I I love Brandon. Brandon's a good kid, man. Fun um, personality, great man. personality. Great, yeah. But he's the kind of guy that likes. He doesn't mind walking in and taking some punches to trade some of his own. And I don't know. But you I don't know, know about that. Tit for tat on this is not is not a is not a good benefit. You I know? agree. I think you know it's funny as you mentioned that like you hate saying you know small guy or whatever. I think I think at the post fight press conference, Dana called him a bad little dude, and it's funny. <laughs> it's like it's funny because it's like. 
Well, it's true. He is a bad little dude. <laughs> he is a bad little dude. He's a little tiny guy, but he'll tear you up. Yeah. He's a bad little dude. All right, so looking forward to that one on December 12th. Uh, all right, let's talk about one other thing that's been happening this week. That's I want to pretty, ask you about. Yeah, that is a pretty good card. Oh, it's good, man. That card. and then I, the, I'm, Now that I'm staring down, I didn't – Leech is on it. No. JDS is on it. Dude, December 12th is fun. Uh, December 19th, the, the last one before we take a break, that one's phenomenal. Let me skip it. That's, that. that's a fight night card. It looks like it could be a pay-per-view, so – uh, we've got a couple really good events here at the at the end of December to wrap things up, and then of course we get that three week break. Oh, that's the Edwards Chimaev. Yeah, and it, it's just got a ton of fights on it, man. Look at look at all the names on that one. You, know, you got Steve Jeff Neal and Stephen Thompson is going to yeah. be insane. Then you got Greg Hardy. I know people don't actually a fan, but anytime Greg Hardy fights, you you want to tune in. Font Marais is going to be nice. Aldo oh, and Vera. Awesome. I mean. Dude, Michelle Pajeda and Chaos Williams is just absolutely insane. Holy shit, that is a pay-per-view worthy <laughs> I'm card. I'm telling you. Misha and Span, Aldo and Vera, Pereira and Williams. I'm and telling you right now. That is a fucking pay-per-view right there. I agree. I, I, I think you could sell that. We're talking about the December 19th event, I th- and, which I think is going wow. to be on ESPN+. Plus. Right? If there was ever a card that there had to be a pay-per-view that doesn't have a belt, this is a pretty. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, there's enough good on there. Card. This is a pretty damn good card. Wow. See, that's the thing. So, just slightly before this, they want you to reach in and pay seventy dollars for a good card, for a decent card. It's a decent card. This is a great card. It's a great card. This is a great card for free. Well, is it on ESPN Plus? I think it's on ESPN Plus. So, all right. So, slightly free. <laughs> Five bucks a month. Yeah. So, you know, behind you're getting the slight your money. Viral. If you pay for you're ESPN getting Plus, your you're getting your worth. money. Holy shit. That is a good card. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Like, this, these things come so fast and furious. I can't even keep track. And, you know, granted, this year has, like, boggled my mind for other reasons. But when you look at cards like this, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised because as I look down it, I'm immediately uh, enticed to want to watch this. Oh yeah, and that—I mean—that happens quite a bit. They do—they do a pretty good job. Every once in a while, they'll pull one out that that top to bottom should be absolute gangbusters, and uh, this is one of those ones, man. I'm stoked, and that's the end of the year card. That's the last card. That's a baller card. It's a great and, way to finish uh, off. That man. is a baller card. Is that now, what, the apex? What may, what may make you less yes. excited to know is that I'll be doing CFFC that week, so you'll be rolling a lot of solo that uh, week. Well, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the craziest thing, they'll do like last week where it was like 16 people on the media day. I was like, why? Dude, that was crazy. They just did, they're doing an event this, this week. It's six people. Six people. Well, six we'll, people. We'll talk about this week's card in just a moment and explain still, why there might like, only have been six people there. I mean, and that's the crazy thing because I look at this card on, on the on the what is it, on the nineteenth. You kind of want sixteen people in there. You, there's some. There's you some, do. You could unless you got to watch you have sixteen to do of all. them and then end it. <laughs> unless you're the ones. one recording sixteen <laughs> virtual media day interviews, in which it case, is literally the worst day of my life. <laughs> virtual media days have become yeah the the, the absolute worst days of work. That's possible. my waterboarding days where it's like oh, okay, let me let me clock in. All right, where's the water? Let me lay down. <laughs> Waterboard, begin. <laughs> oh, it's so not fun. I do, yeah. I I appreciate all your help when doing them, even when They're you're not so working. Brutal. So yeah, brutal. we help each other, and even on our vacation days behind the scenes. That's kind of it's kind of relationships we have. <laughs> uh, all right. So one other thing before we talk about this week's card, I did want to ask you about Anderson Silva. Um, I I don't want to say that I told you so, but I feel like as I was kind of talking through this, and, and I believe it may have been on the and a half episode over at patreon.com slash the NBA Roadshow, but I kind of alluded to the fact that I didn't think this was a great idea for Anderson. You know what I mean? That that I didn't think that anybody out there was going to be able to pay him even remotely close to what the UFC paid him behind the scenes. 
uh, and therefore what was the point of competing in. I still think he might box Roy Jones Jr. I still think he might box Roy Jones Jr. But basically, <laughs> every major promotion has come out in the past week or so and said, nah. we're not interested. But I just, and it's, it's, I, f- I feel sad seeing that, man. What is, what is, what a sad ending. To, 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 I mean, as if the, the losses at the end of the career weren't enough to, to kind of make you – I mean, because we don't – I hate it. We, Anderson does not come into the greatest of all time talks anymore. His name just doesn't even really get brought up that much. And, and, and there was a time where he Does was. Does he come up in the greatest of a time? Greatest of a time, exactly. He <laughs> was the greatest of a time. He was definitely the greatest of a time. Trademark, cold coffee. <laughs> and it just, doesn't come, it just doesn't come up anymore. And um, I, I don't know. Now, right. now hearing that, you know, one doesn't want him, PFL doesn't want him, Bellator doesn't want him. Well, one they're well, one they're doing him a favor. Yeah. Because uh, especially some of the, the beasts that are in one, we've seen guys that are in their prime going over there and getting starched by these dudes in one. Um, and Bellator probably doesn't have the money to throw that he ra- that that uh, he's asking. And I he deserves every bit of the money sure, as well. He deserves it. So, um, but again, you know, it, it's it's hard to watch these guys that you respect. Uh, take hard losses i want them to be able to make a living i want them to be able to do whatever i wish one of these guys would just buck up and and see how well he could do uh, on, on some sort of commentary even just an interviewing role throw him a bone of some sorts right even if it's a, a fighter development which the ufc when they used to have money pouring out of their every pocket they'd have these guys be their uh development guys like minotauro yeah you know he went and uh, is a huge beacon to these upcoming mma guys in brazil and i think he still is still is so uh he's very well respected but he's helping to just sort of nurture the mma community there yep. and kept keeps bringing these guys up ambassador Anderson. ambassador to the public but also like coaching the brazilian yeah. guys and not and not coaching in terms of like technique but just you know ex- what to expect yeah. and what, how to you know how to act and what you know what I mean like, yeah. kind of being like a, a mentor I guess a mentor and I wonder if Anderson could be that I mean mentor I, I, Taro I, <laughs> well done <laughs> I think that Anderson could but I wonder if it's different with in the sense of and, and I don't want this this might come out weird how they carried themselves how Big Nog carried himself amongst uh, the people whereas he was always loved and adored but. I feel like he was always felt like he was a part of sure. the people, whereas sure. Anderson was loved and adored. But Anderson, well, he, he was, was always like platform, right? He was he on was the platform. Guy. These were my fans. He was the rock star. Yeah, he was the rock star, but never part of the guys helping you know build the stage. Fair point as well. And so I feel like in in that sense, I wonder if he would be as embraced as a mentor, because it's such a big step back or right, down right that i wonder if he would even want to do it but i would love to find just, some you know, way like, to like, keep him in like in michael the, jordan hasn't necessarily turned out to be the greatest executive other yeah. of, of of his time right i mean right. maybe the the roles don't fit when you're a, a little bit different you know so uh right. it's a good point as well man I just, not everybody could be a, a minotaur not everybody could be forest forest is an absolute uh he's just an amazing individual when it comes to how he was able to transition Again, into sort of another uh, career yep. in a sense. After where he is fight. universally loved, everybody loves him, and 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 he's respected because he's he's done his his time in the, in the cage. But he also, when he switched roles and started really taking on the the PI stuff and help building 
uh, and nurturing athletes to be able to sort of build themselves, get the, the, the care and the training that they need. He's went and switched into this role, and it's it's a totally different force. Mm-hmm. I think if somebody met him off the street and didn't know his background, would just think, "Wow, this guy is a great businessman." You're, you know, you're right he, about like that. his head straight on. I really dig what his thing is. And then somebody's gonna have beers with that guy later on. Did you realize that? You know, the guy that you were just so chatting, true, man. He used to beat the fuck out of dudes. In he's, a, in he's a, you know, involved in every level of it, yeah. man. He's he's great at it. It's not like he's just walking around on his laurels that he built as a fighter. Like, hey, by the way, I was. I was the guy that helped save the right. sport. You know, I was the the, the former champ. All right. that. He doesn't. It's not that he's in there grinding. Right. And 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 I would like to see Anderson get those sort of opportunities, but you never know. I mean, the the language barrier is always going to be something. He can speak. Uh, he speaks more English than he lets out. But when he does get caught up, sometimes, uh, you know, he'll lean back on yeah. to the you know Portuguese and other stuff. So maybe that makes it harder to switch into some of these other commentary sort of roles. But you know, it's just it's sad in the sense that I don't want to see him go out there and um, you know take crazy one-sided beatings just for my amusement. Because at that point, I'm not entertained with it at all. But I want the man to be able to find uh, you know some sort of something. And he's he, and what are you going to find in like one-off shows? That's the thing that bothers yeah. me too. Like, you, sir, first of all, you don't even at BKFC. I mean, like that's that's a br- oh. it's a brutal, brutal sport. He might be able to get a nice awful. one chance paycheck, but that's it's just brutal. But I don't want but, it to be the, either know. either a a random scrub or yeah. b some young hungry killer. You know right. what I mean? That's just gonna absolutely maul him. Who's still no got mercy. a full chin that hasn't yes. taken the years and years of damage? So you got to match him up with people. I mean, the idea of like. Him and Vitor having a rematch in one, like that would have been kind of amazing, you yeah. know. But I don't think they I have the watch that. They don't. I don't think they have the money to pull it off, man. One's, you know, they're. I mean, the pandemic's hit them too, but they're yeah. struggling. You know what I mean? They're trying to make things work, and I, I just I said it from the beginning. I don't think people are going to be able to afford what Anderson Silva wants to make and needs to make to compete. Yeah. And I just don't see where he's going to end up. So I, it's just I, I don't. I hope it's a boxing match with Roy Jones. I I, I was going to wait to the end to talk about this, but let's. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Mm. Uh, let, me, let me. I want to read this. This was from BoxingJunkie.com, which we need to. Hopefully, this year maybe we can work to have a little bit more synergy with them. Man, it's just like they kind of exist. We don't really work together. But I thought this was amazing. It was a little guide that they're you're kind of your everything you need to know about it. Right. This is from BoxingJunkie.com. I should have written down the author's name. I apologize. You should fork over the $50 pay-per-view fee if you think you'll enjoy a trip down memory lane and want to support the charity or charities that will benefit from the exhibition. You shouldn't watch if you want to see a real fight. That's not what this is. This is a glorified sparring session between two old men by boxing standards who are shells of what they once were. The exhibition would be contested over eight two-minute rounds and with 12-ounce gloves, which is meant to soften whatever blows they land. And don't look for a knockout. California officials have asked the participants to refrain from throwing bombs. The last thing anyone wants to see is either of them to get seriously hurt. Now, I will take a little bit of difference to this. There's no way Mike Tyson is going out there and going, well, you know, California asked me not to throw too hard, so I'm not going to throw hard. Yeah. Mike Tyson's going out there looking to throw bombs. Sorry. Yeah. They're just not going to change that. But I, I want to ask you about this and find out where your level of interest is because it's, it's interesting, right? Uh, Kevin Ioli, of course, is, is going to go cover the card. I was talking to him uh, this past week when him and I were working at the UFC event together. Uh, our good friend uh, Oscar Willis from the Mac Life is going as well. I know you've had some conversations with him. I've, I've talked to him as well. Behind the scenes, everybody's saying it's an absolute damn nightmare. No organization, yeah. difficult communication. Haven't got like a like a, a normal 
media week schedule. Like they don't even know what they're really even doing. Like as of today, bro. Yeah. As of Thanksgiving, they're they're both heading down to Los Angeles and really don't even know what they're going to get to yep. cover. Don't know yep. if they're going to be allowed into the arena. Don't know if they're going to be allowed at the weigh-ins. They're going to cover this thing and don't even know, which is bizarre to me. I mean, this whole thing it's is nuts. about. PR and, and and it started now it's on pay-per-view and again 50 bucks it's a pretty steep pay-per-view um it started as you know supposed to be raising awareness for this social media platform Triller I think is how this thing originally started and then it kind of took on more of a of a life of its own but it's just being handled piss poor at every at every step of the way and that just makes me think that granted we're talking about two of the most experienced professionals you know our era has seen but, I mean, what is the, the presentation of the broadcast going to look like? What's the fight going to look like? Are there, are there dressing rooms going to be done properly? Are they, are they going to have the things that they need? You know what I mean? So I'm so weird by this because, listen. you got to tape your own hands and get no corners. I'm telling you, who knows what's going Because I will say to you, I am intri- I'm going to be honest with you. I am intrigued by, by Mike Tyson competing Again, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just I'm just as guilty as anybody else. Those those training footages come out or like, you know, just those little things where like you know, he's he's showing Nganu how to slip to the body and you see like his speed and what he still has at his age. I'm 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 interested by it, but dude, I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna shell out fifty bucks for it. I I, I mean, I don't know what we're gonna do on fight night, if I'm gonna even try to watch it. I, I'm intrigued by it, but I'm also afraid it's going to be, for lack of a better word, just an absolute shit show. A crazy shit show. I mean, I would like to tune in knowing that if Tyson does what I would expect Tyson to do, like, Tyson's not going to spar. He's not going to – he's not just going to throw light jabs. I mean, his jabs are going to be what most people would be, like, 110%. He might call that his 50%, you know. What do we know? I mean, the guy was, at one point in time, the the most dangerous man in the world. I promise, I'm going light. Yeah, that is my light shot. I mean, like, and I think Roy expects that as well. So I I think, if anything, it's probably going to be sort of laughable because these guys are going to go from 50 to 80 to 90% really quick. Mm -hmm. And then it's just going to be a matter of the ref nonstop trying to step in there and and separate them to slow them down. But at some point, the ref's going to be like, I'm not going to put my head in front of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to separate these two. And so I think we'll probably get some nice little clean moments. But uh, I have every uh, thought that Tyson's going to go there and try to knock him out. I do too. And the two-minute rounds, I like – you know what? It is funny. It does remind me – I mentioned Vitor Belfort's name earlier. I mean, I know he caught some grief for it or whatever. But Vitor's been talking about this for a while. Like, hey, can't we have like a legends division where, you know, yeah. instead of five-minute rounds in MMA, we do three-minute rounds. And maybe instead of, you know, or, or, or four-minute rounds. You know, and instead of one minute between rounds – Maybe there's two minutes between rounds. They have a little more time to recover. Maybe, maybe the gloves, you know, kind of yeah. taking it back to almost like the the amateur levels a little bit. You know, where you, where you, where you 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 know add little degrees of safety as they're building up to the highest level. Well, maybe you got something for them on the other side as well. Because listen, and maybe it's again kind of joking, showing our age and that sort of thing. The same people that um, probably don't know who Barry Sanders is. Maybe they don't care about what. They, but to me, maybe. Because I do think, like, I, when I was in my 20s, if you'd have told me about some 50-year-old boxer that was going to be in an exhibition, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about, like, dude? Like, cares? what is wrong with you? But now I'm like, yeah, there is a part of me that does want to see 54-year-old Mike well, Tyson go I was going to say, at least this. Th- at least because it's Tyson. I right. mean, like – I don't know I, if I want to see like a whole division of it. Yeah, like everybody like, come like, back. Hey, we here's this card where it's 54 year olds and 56ers yeah. are, are going. But like, so I can see wearing this sort of 
time, you know, between these, it's like, I'll bend the rules. Same thing when you watch, like, uh, some of your favorite old fighters come back and he's like, oh, should we even watch? And it's like, well, I love this person so much. I I feel like I have to watch them, right. you know. So on this, I would. And you wonder if, you know, it's funny, you were giving me the mental image of, you know, in between rounds, they're coming in, they're starting to put the nose swell on, they're, they're fucking shooting them up with some TRT straight, <laughs> straight in the nuts, right in between rounds. And just, like, bro, let's know. let it all go, let's baby. Let's go. let it all go. The Legends Division, you get to do anything. Like drug testing, yeah, we do drug testing. You have to be on drugs. You have so you to be. Can't do like, this. if you want, you can forego water, and we'll just give you a line of coke oh, right before so you go great. back in. Like he, fa- he failed his USADA test. What happened? He was clean. Though. They won't let him fight. He's got. <laughs> he, he didn't have high enough levels of synthetic testosterone in him. That's great. Yeah, it was, it was. You're talking about that. I'm thinking too. Like, you know, normally we're talking about, hey man, the uh, the 55 division is stacked, and you're talking about 155 lightweights. What if we were talking about like, no, 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 it's the 55 and olders. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I love. Of the 55 division it's stacked you know it would stacked be pretty wild of- you're right i don't want to see I, and i think maybe that's what i mean I, I, again and i know vitor's uh you know thing got kind of trashed because people like to trash vitor but there is some interest in some of these names you know and, and but they would have to be legends they'd have to be real like, legends because yeah because when he's like i mean i get it when he was calling it like the legends but it does leave that sort of leeway where it's like somebody's like, how do I fill a division? How do right. I even fill a card? Right. You know, if somebody's like, hey, all right, I'm going to take Vitor by his wear, you know, I'm gonna, and I'm going to put him up against, you know, Anderson. That's going to be the headline. Okay, who's the co-main? Uh, um, hmm. Yeah, exactly, right. Well, this is, guy, this is guy, Vanderlei still around? And this then who guy else? cornered a UFC fight one time, so technically he was in the UFC. He still got yeah. his gear that he can. Yeah, I mean, you need you need real names, but I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. I, I'm gonna be interested to see how I feel on Saturday night because I don't feel like that that like oh my god, like I have to see it live. Like the highlights are gonna get out there, and I do yeah. want to see it. You know, what I mean, of course we'll be working at the time too. So or at least I will. You're, you're still off for the rest of this week, but um, so I mean that'll make it easier to kind of miss it as well. I, do, I am, but I am interested. I do want to see it. I want to see how he looks. I want yeah. to see Mike Tyson, and oh, it's course. Mike Tyson. You know, every bit of the training footage that I've seen, uh, he's just scary, man. He's his every bit as scary as he always was, man. When he goes in there and works the bag, when he's working mitts, man, he is sharp. Um, I wouldn't have wanted to been hit by him back then, and I still don't want to get hit by that dude. <laughs> I know. I think most. I think Ioli was saying, you know, smart money is uh, on, on Roy Jones just because he has competed more recently. It's been too yeah. long for Tyson, but Tyson still is a scary man to me. Although I guess technically there is no winner, which is another. That was, that was a funny moment at the press conference yeah. too, where Dana was like, "What? There's yeah. no winner. You can't." That was pr- pretty good. Yeah. All right, let's talk about what's happening in the UFC this weekend, uh, man. I mean, Thanksgiving holiday, Thanksgiving weekend. This is the first weekend in a long time we've had one show man there's not a bellator this week there's there's not a one championship there's not a a regional level stuff on fight pass yeah no it's ufc on espn 18 blades versus lewis and you know we bragged about those cards in in december this card is not that and i'm just being upfront and honest i mean it's it's one of those cards that hey if you're home on saturday night and you want to watch some fights it's going to be on uh not a whole lot of stuff on here of major consequence although the heavyweight main event it, real consequence here. I mean, the winner could be talking about a title shot, like yeah. he should be talking about a title shot. Should be in line for the winner of Steve Miocic and uh, Francis Nagano, which is supposed to happen in the spring. But I gotta say, and 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 you and I are unapologetic. Derek Lewis homers. You know, have been a fan of his career. Have been a fan of the, of the person. Have been a fan of the fights. Um, he's a good dude. He's always been good to us. 
but I do not like this matchup for Derek Lewis, man. I, to me, this is the worst matchup in the division for him. And the fact that Curtis Blades, and, and I talked to Curtis, I, I did a, a phoner with him earlier this week. And, you know, he, he doesn't love doing media. Um, <laughs> this one was pretty funny. He doesn't love doing media at all. But but we, we had a decent conversation on the phone. And, and, and okay, but um, – but I love the fact that, that he is unapologetic about what he does, where he's just like, look, man, I, I, I don't care. You know, like, I'm going to take him down, beat him up, and if he lasts, I'm, I'm going to rinse and repeat. You know what I mean? I'm just going to yep. do it again the next round. I'm going to take him down. And, and uh, he said, listen, I'm not, very, I'm not very high on Derek Lewis's skills. Um, you know, he's predictable. He, he, he throws the big right hand, and not only does he throw the big right hand, but when he does – he squares up his stance because his rear leg comes through because he's throwing so heavy. He's like, that's an absolute mistake against a wrestler like me. Um, And he also said, and and I think it's a fair point too, where, you know, I'm like, well, what about that thing where Derek Lewis just stands up? I'm like, can he do that to you? Or would that be like a major mistake? He's like, the fact that people say that is ridiculous. Like, yeah, he just stands up, but not against a grappler like me. He's like, he does that to me. Like, A, he's not going to be able to. And B, if so, he's going to expose his back. I'm going to take advantage of him there. You know, he's like, and, and Curtis is funny. He's like, you know, the people he's doing it to, he's like, Ilya Latifi is not good, you know, and just like, he's like, he's just, he's like, Blagoy Ivanov is not good. He's just laying people out, just like, that dude's not good. That dude's not good. Yeah. Curtis does not care. And he, and he's, and it's so funny because I, I like Curtis a lot too. I mean, yeah. you know, he's a little, he's got that, that stutter. And so I know that that's part of the reason that he's not, you know, necessarily always comfortable just, just, talking you know yeah but but he doesn't want to play the media game regardless yeah. so uh yeah, anyway. he's kind of short to the point with that you know it's like why dilly dally and yeah. let me just get straight to the point i'm gonna say and then let's be and then let's move on which as long as you know it's so soft-spoken sometimes dude it's, i had to, i'm just like speak up the virtual media day <laughs> both these guys i had to like boost their audio from the yeah. virtual media day. it was so bad but yeah so so that's why so this fight is meaningful but as you said both guys aren't really trash talkers, although they are kind of laying it out there, but they're not big, boisterous. They kind of just whatever. Um, and so this doesn't have a lot of hype going into it, and I, I'll be honest, man. I just – I think this is Curtis Blades all day, man, and I hate to say that because I love Beast, and, and, yeah. and, and he, of course he's capable of knocking anybody out, but I just think Blades grappling is going to be too much. That's it. I mean, his grappling is, is – and Derek's worked on trying to, you know – sort of fix that sort of thing but it, it's it's just it's the difference of a guy that was just sort of came up with wrestling and another guy that's worked on wrestling because that's what his sport demands right i mean it's a it's a big big difference in terms of the skill and and curtis is so good at being able to get guys you know even in trips uh you know if they get in there and clench which i know if there if there's any times where Derek might get in danger oh, bro, and sort of, you know, cage. grab up. You know, he's going to grab him, and and Curtis is going to work some sort of a trip out of there. But it's tough, you know, because I always, I, I, uh, I love Derek. I love his coach. I actually was sending a text to uh, his coach Bob because uh, I was like, I know you guys got the the whole quarantine thing. I was like, but I'm making early Thanksgiving if you guys want to come. And, he, <laughs> and Bob's like, oh, it's probably going to be pizza for me. I was like, okay, well, I'll send you pics. I was sending them pics of my, my Thanksgiving meal or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so I'll always be a homer for that dude. I, I I love that dude. I love his team, just good people. But in terms of this, so I did, t- I did pick Derek, but I, I picked it knowing that more than likely this is a tough, tough uphill battle. Just because uh, Curtis does have power, he does he has pretty good head movement, um, you know, uh, and and his wrestling just sick. Maybe this will be one of those perfect fights where one of these spinning attacks that Derek likes to throw out there 
will bear some fruit because Curtis is like, this guy's got nothing that can touch me. And, hey, what's that spinning back? Oh, <laughs> and, then he's, and then he's on top, you know. And, uh, you know, Derek's back has improved, but that's the sort of thing that, uh, you know, I don't think it will ever fully go away. Right. And this is the kind of fight that could kind of, you know, uh, strain that a bit and, and really kind of make it tough really quickly. Um, but I, I hope the best. And, and I, mean, I, I mean, I like Curtis, too. I mean, but, of course, I'm, I'm hoping Derek gets, course, gets a knockout oh, and Derek stuff. Derek is great, man. Because you know, if Derek wins, you know if Derek wins, it's going to be something spectacular. And then you know he's yeah. going to say something funny. And then you, you know what I mean? Like the, you, the, it's the, the whole package. Of yeah, everything. the media day, he kept saying some shit. And, like, the, the reporters never really bit so much. They were, like, so, like, sort of focused on what their next question. Because it was almost like – that was the first time that Derek's ever like cut off their questions and said some bullshit stuff. Right. So like when the one guy was from like Columbia or whatever or something, Derek's like, you know, he's like, you on that cocaine or something? Yeah. He's like, he's like oh, they all coked up. They all coked up or something. <laughs> and then uh, the other guy calls. He's like, unlike my whatever, I'm from Argentina. He's like, uh, I'm not on the the coke or what? I'm not on the cocaine. And Derek's like, yeah, you heard it too, right? You know. <laughs> and then that dude starts playing along. And uh, what did Derek say? People said something about the Corona and how it was tough. And he's like, I don't even know if it's that. Might be this new 5G. You ever yeah, think about that? He did. He said the 5G is getting like, Nobody was like biting. And then I'm just like, poor Derek being Derek. It's like he'll sort of like smile and like chuckle to himself. And then he kind of like was just like looking off camera like, oh, they didn't get it. They didn't get it. Whereas like if the reporter actually engaged and laughed, yeah. he lights back up. And he then does. he gives and then more. He'll, and then he'll go into it. And that's the thing that sucked not with these like virtual things as opposed to – uh, in person, the whole back and forth banter, the fun part that can actually happen in an interview, especially with a guy like Derek, who is just, he's like, I sit in a fucking hotel room. All we're doing this whole week is nonstop work. Give him a moment of uh, just a break to just be a, a guy yeah. laughing and joking about some BS. So he loves media days and loves doing that sort of stuff. I mean, I can't think of any time that we've ever interviewed Derek in the UFC that he hasn't at one time in a media day said some random ass bullshit. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. So the, and it'll catch you off guard yeah, and, and you got to like, be ready what? for it. Yeah. You know, so to think that, you know, that that would stop from a media day, it, it it's not going to stop. But what sucks is that he doesn't get the payoff as well because most people that are calling in aren't either getting the humor or they're not, even though they might chuckle, it's not the same. So right. I feel bad for him because this, this is part of the break. They they have to jump through these hurdles. They have to do all these sort of things. You want them to kind of be able to have a little fun as well if they're trying to have fun because I would rather him still have fun and do this instead of just be complete 100% serious, Derek, because mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be as fun. I agree. You know? It's good. It's it's got the potential to be a long night for him. If, if he wins, it'll, it'll be fun. Curtis Blades, uh, by the way, he said, if I win – uh, I'm waiting for the winner of the of the title fight. No question about yeah, it. I'll sit sense. I'll sit around and wait as long as I have to. Like I know that there's nobody else for me at that point. Uh, Derek believes if he wins, he deserves a title fight as well. And and there's an argument to be made for that. Um, certainly he's been around and and he's a marketable guy. So we'll see. So I do think there are potential number one contender stakes here. Um, but a fight that I don't think a lot of yeah. people are, are just super. Depends on what Izzy's doing. He might just take a, that light heavy and just straight up the heavy ju- too. Just straight up, just you never jump know. Up there, <laughs> uh, Devin Clark and Anthony Smith, kind of a crossroads fights for both of those guys. Anthony Smith says, uh, you know, he's he's refocused again and. Uh, you know, kind of cut out all the extra stuff he was doing in his, in his life outside of, you know, just fight prep and, and getting ready for fights and focusing 100% on that. And, and he's like, look, he's got something to prove. Meanwhile, Devin Clark, 
you know, kind of believes he's been kind of at that, uh, I don't want to say, you know, middle level, but yeah, kind of that middle level for a while that he's people, been in the game. Yeah, people he's, have been look, overlooking right. him. They just kind of skip through and don't pay, give him the mind that he deserves. He believes he deserves to be in that top tier. And he knows it's not that, you know, he, he hasn't earned it, but he, he believes this is an opportunity to earn that and to really start taking a step up to that next level. Um, outside of that, I'll say uh, I think Miguel Baez and Takashi Sato should be a fun fight. Miguel Baez is a very, very talented prospect. It looks like he's – uh, the real deal. Meanwhile, yeah. Sato, man, when, when he's on point, he's man, super tough. he's super tough. And a little CFFC alum and Bill Algio going against Spike Carlisle, who, of course, uh, the alpha ginger, Spike Carlisle, <laughs> one of the most <laughs> interesting characters uh, in the game today. There's no question about it. Um, crazy. And then it was wild. like you. Uh, so, so down on the prelims, not, not a lot of huge fights on the prelims. Uh, but it was funny because Gina Mazzani and Rachel Ostevich were two of the six that were featured at the media day. Um, I will say Mazzani at 125 is intriguing, man. She looked yeah. very, very lean, very, very uh, healthy in, in this move down. So assuming she makes weight, um, it'll be interesting to see if, if she's got more power in that division. Meanwhile, Rachel Ostevich, um, you know, uh, uh, she knows. She straight up said, she's like, this could be my last fight. I realize my backup is against the wall here, and, and I have to win. You know, she's coming back from a suspension. Tainted supplements, important to say. You know, not uh, certainly she stands against cheating, but – um, nonetheless, it was a suspension, and and she's had a rough go in the UFC. And she said, "Look, I've I've got to uh, I've got to win this fight, um, or it could be my last in the UFC." So, um, you know, this card, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to spend the whole time talking about it because there's just not a whole lot of like, you know, fights that are real, real meaningful. I think that's going to change over the next couple weeks. We've got some really good cards lined up. This yeah. to me is just kind of, you know. A little, a little Saturday night something. You know, normally, this is the way my Thanksgiving weekends go. Thursday, cooking, watching football, getting your grub on, you know. Mm-hmm. Friday, mm-hmm. now we don't, don't – Friday's not really the Black Friday thing like it used to be. You know what I mean? Like, people aren't rushing out to the stores and all that with COVID and things the way they are. So Everything's just as cheap online. It's just as and cheap And the Black online. Friday started like a week early. Exactly. Like, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's, not, it's, it's just not the same. It's better now, though. It's better now. I, I absolutely hated it. Going to a store, store on a Black Friday. I will it's say, yeah, that's, it's it's the worst absolute shopping worst. experience ever. <laughs> it's not no, no matter what the deal that you're going to get is. Yeah, it's worth it to pay more to not have to deal with that shopping. Yeah, experience. you literally feel like humanity has died a bit when you go out. So it's like, no, thank you. No, nah, I'm good. I'll stay home. <laughs> so then, normally by about Saturday, you're like, you know, what's going on? Are there any games on? Is there any something to watch? What's happening? I think you just throw on a little UFC. Put up. This is this is some background stuff. Maybe. Maybe you're getting your tree set up. You know, a lot of people set up their Christmas tree. You guys don't have a tree? Well, what do you, you say? Have a, you have a little what do you one, say, don't you? you guys? Uh, <laughs> the Morgan family. So does the wife? The Morgan family does indeed have a have a tree that is set up uh, I, that I do not normally participate much in. And my wife knows that I'm kind of a cranky bah humbug. So she's like, look, stay out of my way. Yeah. Just stay out of my way. I want to decorate. I'm going to decorate. Don't bother me. And yeah. I'm like, all right, honey. I was like, I appreciate you understanding me. I will stay out of your way. Yeah. I'm going to go over here and get a little bit of daddy's medicine and just sit off to the side. And you, <laughs> and you just watch. You put that I'm tree up, coach. honey. Let me know when you need me to put that little uh, the star or whatever on the top. She goes at it, though, man. I will say last year she did a uh, uh, Harry Potter-themed tree because my oh, kid's wow. really into Harry Potter. So she, like, ordered some ornaments that are available, made some ornaments, uh, d- did, like, a put, like, a – 
uh, you you read Harry Potter or watched Harry oh, yeah. Potter, right? Yeah. So like the top was like the 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 hat. What do they call it? The hat that tells uh, you what you are. Whatever. Hat. The sorting hat. Yeah, we actually bought a sorting hat. Like a, they have, like cool. a sorting hat toy. It's like that talks yeah. and stuff. That but we put sense. that put that perfectly up at the top. Yeah, it. it's perfectly shaped for for a topper. And uh, you know she made all these. Uh, she got like some some ribbon that had like some writing on it from the show or whatever. So uh, yeah, she she goes all out. She's 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 good about that stuff. And what Harry Potter house would you have been? Uh, test your Harry Potter knowledge. Okay, now there's uh, two big main ones. Hogwarts is no the Hogwarts is the school. The school. The Hogwarts is the school. I know Slytherin is the bad one. Slytherin. Slytherin is and the I, bad I'm, one. I'm guessing that you can guess. Hold the on, one hold on, other hold one. on, hold on. Slytherin I'm, is the bad one. I know you could guess what Harry was. Oh shit! I should know this. My kid loves it. I can give you a clue. I can give you. A, well, how about I give you what it starts with? It starts with a G. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> Gryffindor. Yes. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I got it. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> there's like a, there's like Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Uh, oh no. The other ones. The, the other ones one. were just the lame ones. Scrubs. They were the super scrubs. Scrubs. But yeah, <laughs> most people would say, "Oh, I'm Slytherin or I'm Gryffindor or whatever." My, uh, I was seeing the. There's a um, a PS5 game that's gonna come out. I guess Xbox as well, but they're they're. It's based around like the whole no shit yeah, but it's like pr- I think it's pre like it's in the 1800s or something. But it's, uh, I saw a preview for it. And I, I haven't shown it to my son because it, it's not. It just says 2021 release, so it could be like September, October, November. You know what I mean? But it so, be all different characters. I think I think if so. It's that like, that's what it looked like. It looked like yeah. it's like the just the world. It's not necessarily just Harry Potter. Like it's like the whole world or whatever. Interesting. Uh, but I know he's gonna love that. Got so my, do you have a PS5? I got one on the way, bro. Uh, I, I got one on say, the way. I, I know that everybody for a while was like freaking out because they had. Well, well, they're hard to get, but my uh, I actually shout out to my dad, uh, shout out to my 75 year old dad who celebrated his birthday last week. Uh, just sheer luck in the middle of the night, man. I got up, I couldn't sleep. It was after last week's card actually, and um, I ordered like I was I was searching online and it showed on Best Buy that there was like stock, but yeah. there was no stock here, and I was like, well, I wonder if there's anything in Dallas. Like Dallas is a bigger town; they got to have more units. And sure enough, they had a unit uh, available in, in Waxahachie, Texas, where my wow. dad lives. So my dad actually went on Wednesday and uh, picked it up from Best Buy wow. and, uh, and, and is shipping out to Vegas. A lot of kids in Waxahachie not, playing the, the guess PS5? Guess not. Guess not. He, he, said, he even said like when he Tip went to the store. Y'all. Go to Waxahachie. Go to Waxahachie, Texas. Get your PS5. They said, uh, he said even the guy in the store was like, I, he's like, I can't believe He's like, I haven't even seen one of these, dude. He's like, it's crazy. that He's like, I hope your son knows how lucky he is. I'm like, well, your son's 42 years old. And your son is also <laughs> well aware because I was, I was refreshing online. How did the guy not online. really know that it was there? Or just, oh, so it was just like one of those. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. just happened to like yep. pop in wow it's crazy man so some dude is in the back like scanning things and as soon as he scans like somebody's ordered oh 100 like, exactly what's you happening. got it right Dick after sold. he scanned Dick it sold yeah exactly man so uh yeah so i'm looking forward to playing some video i, I don't play a lot of video games but i'm a i'm a, I'm a tech dork like anybody I, yeah. like, I like to see the next generation of stuff yeah. and and uh to sit down and play with my kid man it's gonna be he, he likes to play ps4 and stuff but i just the games are old and it's, i've been playing like i'm not a huge gamer yeah but like being able to see the new one and like well, I yeah, think I'll enjoy sick. playing with them, you know. I think yeah, that's what I was talking to Abby, uh, our famed editor here for Junkie, and he was playing Call of Duty the other day. But some of those games have like extra games, so he was playing the zombie portion of the Call of Duty, 
and uh, I hadn't seen the new Call of Duty. He said it was really good, so I was going to give that a look see. And then uh, Oscar said he was playing uh, Assassin's Creed, the right. new Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but that's supposed to be a good one as well. The Valhalla one. Valhalla, yeah. yeah like those cool. games are fun. I mean, like they just—it's like one of those ones you fetch a, uh, find a good one, man. Like it's easy just to get caught up. And next thing you I know, I played Red Dead like, for hours. I played Red hours Dead for hours and hours. I, I'm the, sure when they port that over, it, I'll buy that. Yeah, when you snap out of it and you're like, it's three in the morning, you're like. Oh god, that's so ridiculous. true. I had that happen a couple times. Just like I, I, I was like, need I, to I have try to work to at sleep. eight. What am I doing? It's three a.m. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny dilemma I have. So I, so I ordered a couple of the launch games, uh, and one of them I ordered was Mortal Kombat because I was like, ah, fighting game, you know, check it out. But it's funny, like I was watching, I was, I was looking at video online of uh, of some of the fatalities that they have. Yeah. They're so ridiculously gory because now that it's like PS5 next gen console stuff, graphics. Like, it's insane i'm like can i show this to my eight-year-old kid i'm like it's i was like he, he knows it's not real and it's it's kind of cartoonish but yeah. it's kind of not They're like one like because rambo is in there like sylvester stallone rambo is in there oh, and he like slices a dude's neck with his big machete and like rips his throat out and it's yeah. like, it just, i mean it's wow. just because even in some of the old ones, yeah, I mean, I remember them like ripping guys' spines out yeah. and being impaled on. But you stakes. know, when it was like Sega Genesis or whatever, you know, it just looked like some toothpicks or something. Yeah. Now it like looks real. Now so it's like you can see the whole heart pulsating. So I feel kind of bad. Like I'm not. I guess if I don't show him the fatalities, like he'll. I mean, I'm sure he'll figure it out. Like I have to ask him for like how to do stuff on the. Even like I remember like those were the hardest thing, and people were like, "Oh, did you get the fatality?" I was like, "What is the keystrokes? Like, how do I even get it?" And you just remember mashing buttons. Oh yeah. What is that the part? And then I would never get it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I hear about them, but I never get them." <laughs> so, so at least it's not. I mean, on the surface, it's just a fighting game. So so we'll see. We got that. Got yeah. the. Get NBA over game, here. So. Well done. Sucks. I like that. I love those old school, games. man. I used to yeah. love that. Oh my god! I, I remember the arcade I remember, games. I was gonna say I, I remember, remember playing Mortal Kombat when it came out oh, yeah. at my local movie theater, playing it like the Mashing Luke buttons, Kang like and Raiden. And yep. the, I mean, oh Raiden was like the dopest dude ever. Yep. Oh, that's so good. Scorpion Sub Zero. Yep. I remember all those, man. God damn, we're getting old, bro. Super old. Playing arcades. Super old. But, you know, going back to this card, this is like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just thinking about it, even though, because now that it's everything that they're calling everything like a fight night, when Dana, I remember when Dana envisioned at one point said about it, the sort of like a three tier of events where the pay-per-view was the, the main one. And then I can't remember who, what if they had like, if it was UFC on whatever fight pass and then it was like fox right and then the main ones would be the yeah you'd the, have like fox and you have like fuel tv fuel right or, yeah. like this would be a fuel tv card where it was like you know these are the ones that if they have a good showing here they're going to get put up onto the big fox cards right. and then if they have a good showing there then they'll make the pay-per-view like there's some good fights on this i no, mean i think there's gonna be some entertaining fights like i, I think by sensato will be great i do think Aljo and carlisle will be great as well i think those will be very very competitive fights very very fun fights um those those jump out at me smith and clark obviously a, a meaningful fight there and i think it has the potential to be good as well so i'm not saying it's going to be a crappy night of fights yeah. it's just not one where you go all right dude now this guy's fighting for the title next and now that yeah. guy's doing this There's, and now not now this one. is the fight that has to be this made this is the one you have to explain when somebody's like well who's this like who's fighting you're like you always have to uh, well nobody really know but up and coming you know and you, it's like oh you have to rattle off a 
a, a past list of who's who's and, and look, this guy's look, got potential, you, you know. Gotta, you got to have something to watch while you're eating your leftovers. Right. You see what I'm saying? You're heating up some cold stuffing, maybe a little bit of mashed potatoes left over. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit, of, maybe a little turkey that hopefully, you know, didn't get overcooked and it's all dry <laughs> and nasty. Yeah. And if it did, just put enough gravy just on it. Just put some gravy on it. That's put rehydrate with it. some gravy. Mm. Oh, speaking of, just because now, fuck it, let's just talk turkey. Yeah. Uh, something I've never seen before, but when I, in the turkey that I got. Uh-huh. So, you, you know, of course you get in there, you can pull the neck out, you can pull the gizzards and stuff sure. out unless you want to cook those off to the side or whatever. I pulled the neck out and then I pulled uh, this plastic bag out and I thought, okay, this is a plastic bag that has like the gizzards and stuff. It was a long bag. It actually had turkey gravy in it. Oh. They, I don't know when this started. If they this put is just the, gravy in they there. They give you some gravy in it and then it said like, you know, hey, you know, refrigerate this and then... Warm it up, and if you want to add drippings, of course you add the motherfucking drippings. But I was like, dude, when did they start doing this? I was like, because they didn't do it the year before when I bought a turkey. So I don't know if it was just this brand or whatever, but it was it was a trip, dude. I like that. Was it, we usually do turkey around Christmas. My, my, Thanksgiving, obviously my wife is from Mexico. She didn't grow up with Thanksgiving. So yeah. we don't really necessarily do the traditional thing on Thanksgiving. We just kind of do whatever. Then Christmas, we always do the turkey. So I'll, I'll check that out around Christmas. Yeah, if they and, do it, then it must be I, something new. Proof that I'm... Just me and never going to be an adult. Uh, every time I pull that neck out, I, I, I make a joke that it's the penis every time. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just looks at me like, See the bend on it, honey? That's from overworking <laughs> it as a youth. <laughs> <laughs> Proof that I will just never, ever, ever grow up. That's funny. All right, well, listen, speaking of, we got to go get some cook on, get yes. them ribeyes smoking, I put stoked. it on the pellet grill. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to my dad, double VIP this week, not only for, for going to Best Buy and shipping that's, my PS5 that's to huge, me. huge, huge bonus But also right for the last time he came visit, dropping off this pellet grill. And I'm telling yeah. you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, for anybody that's listening, if you're on, the, if you're on the, uh, the, the edge, you're not sure, you've been thinking about buying a pellet grill, do it. I I've, I am sold on it, man. I, Some are better than others. What's what's the one that you use? This is not a paid advertiser. Not a paid advertiser. Uh, Pit Boss, I believe, is the brand okay. that that because I've seen some that they're decent. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, just like with anything. Others aren't as good, so I mean, definitely do your your, your, your yeah. I mean, research I think Traeger's like the premium Traeger's. brand. Like that's the the, the, the but Those dude, this is for for bomb. a nice little entry level brand. Yeah. It's it, it's bomb. It's got the it's got the thermometer with this you know with the probe, so you can pull it off yeah. the exact right temperature, and it just regulates the temperature and gives a good flavor, man. That's good. But just like anything, I mean, even if you can't get the nicer ones, it's all how you work it. That's right. You know, so right. work it and and practice and. What a fun thing. I love cooking, man. I love grilling oh, out, man. It's so good. We're about to throw down. We're about to throw down. So hopefully everybody has a great uh, Thanksgiving. I will be back, uh, or at least I'll be back this weekend after the show is over for and a half over at uh, patreon.com slash the MMA Roadshow. I'm going to be drunk at my house watching hey. fights. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll make you do the show. It might be better. Might yeah, be better yeah let me mine. dial in and just. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. That dude sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal. That's normal. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see you there in the meantime. We'll just say enjoy your Thanksgiving. And Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening.